This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Caves. And this is Advantage. Last time in episode 2.36, the Unknown Associates investigated Elifir Galdrim's old study. Alaris' father was a divination wizard, and his office was filled with astrological accoutrement. Knowing there would likely be a spare key to the roll-top desk hidden somewhere, they looked for clues. A telescope, a star chart labeled the hidden key, a burned spot on the carpet, a bandana embroidered with a key. They eventually determined that they needed to point the telescope at the mysterious constellation, and then place the bandana on the floor beneath where the lens points. And presto, a brass key manifests from nothing. Unfortunately, the family signet ring that they hoped to find was nowhere to be found. Just an old letter from Alaris's grandparents expressing shame and disappointment in their son's decision to marry a non-elf. And that's what we'll pick up. Alaris, before dawn, there was a knock at the door to the study, and it was your mother. And she had in her hand a letter that she found on the stoop when she went out to get the morning paper. It was sealed with a military signet and addressed to Special Legionnaire Geldrim. James Pony Esquire requests the presence of you and your associates as soon as possible. Uh, and so now... Pony stands and walks over to his liquor cabinet and sets another glass next to his own. Uh, I'm happy to report that my research last night was very fruitful. Erica thinks it's a great play. I went and saw her early this morning. He slides a rocks glass over to you, Ulrich. Uh, also, more good news. I talked with the guard. Normally, visitations are restricted to legal counsel, but he'll let you in for 10 gold. So how about that, eh? You're still planning to go see Erica this morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. This feels slightly illegal, but... I'm a lawyer. There's nothing illegal about this. <laughs> Above the table. I just remembered how shady this guy was. Shady? Don't I remember He's not... that he was like kind of a greasy, shady dude? Not shady. I would say more of a burnout than shady. He's kind of devil may care. Okay. Not, yeah. not, the, not the dangerous kind of shady. I, I do definitely remember Alaris feeling like we weren't in the best hands, but... It's the hands were, were the hand were dealt, <laughs> and it's the hands will throw. That's kind of a mixed metaphor of hands. Yeah. So he he starts getting into like the legalese of the the stuff that he found out. Uh, this is early, pretty early morning, by the way. Like you're here at I don't know seven a.m. A special legionnaire's agency to call a militia and respond to crisis, crises as officers of the Pandominion implies jurisdiction of action. The ranked position in the chain of command means any activity of a special legionnaire is qualified as within the administrative rule of their commanding officers. The obligation to respond apparently overrides any official boundary. It's the same way that COs are obligated to perform searches and rescues behind enemy lines. So you two did right in calling upon your closest commanding officer, and Erica did right to respond because she's obligated to protect those under her watch. She never left her post. Yeah. That checks out. Nice. And the pony takes a very powerful swig of his heirloom glass. Good job, He pony. totally, like, raises his hand for a high five. I give him a high five. I do too, but I have to jump for it. Thanks for making mine more delicate. Anything for you, Steven. So, uh, we should be able to clear Erica of absent without leave. I'm confident there. We're still working on failure to command. Uh, I think we just take the plea bargain. I, that was a good decision on y'all's part. Alone, failure to command still comes with like forfeiture, forfeiture of one-third pay and reduction to 
uh, lowest officer rank. She'd be just Lieutenant Tri instead of Lieutenant Colonel Tri. Which, you know, despite the name, despite Lieutenant still being the similarity there, Lieutenant Colonel's like three or four ranks above Lieutenant. Anyway. What does she think about that? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Uh, you, oh, like I we're mean, going to go. Okay. You haven't <laughs> discussed this. Yeah, you're going to visit her later, right? Ask her. She, so she'll be Lieutenant Try and lose command of the Southern Redoubt, but, you know, that's better than the alternative. She's not getting... Or, you know, sent down to, like, private or something. Yeah, or, like, kicked out altogether. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, and she's not reduced to enlisted personnel. Uh, like, there's a chance that with the right information to trade, you could even uh, get her off of that and... Pony looks at you, Morlande. Yeah. Did you all come up with any info that you can plausibly claim the presiding druid like class has that the rest of you don't? Oh, man. I didn't expect to deal with this so early. Um... <laughs> Good morning. Hey, Barb. Uh, Pony shouts down the hall. B- Barb. <laughs> Do we have any coffee? He, he nods back in. He looks at you. Coffee, coffee. You want coffee? I think they're more of tea people, Pony. Are you a tea person? Uh, for today, I think coffee is what we need. Yeah, like three coffees. All right. Um, wait, wait, hold on. Arik, are you? Yeah, was, was no, sorry. Arik definitely like, gives a thumbs up because they want one. Yes. Yeah. Wait, to go with, to go with your Am whiskey? Am I drinking whiskey? He handed you one. Oh, that's right. I sorry, swear sorry, I yeah. passed you a whiskey. You already drank it No, that I'm definitely fast? just holding it, and I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, you put the coffee in the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I gotta... The whiskey and the coffee. Sure, mixed drinks. I prefer it on the rocks, but whatever. If okay, I drink yeah, an alcohol and a coffee, they'll balance out, and I'm fine. Ah! Yeah, that's double it fist it. Right on. <laughs> right, Barb, let's make that four coffees. She'll be in in a sec. Um... Um. There is some information, but I'm not sure. So, it would be possible for us to. It would be possible Barb for Eric. Thank you for the coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yes, you're welcome. Yes, yes, yes. It would be possible for Erica try to keep her entire title and her post if, like, this all, like, if we could like completely get this off right yeah with the right information to trade i mean like there's a potential that we could just drop all charges and she could potentially stay at the southern readout exactly she could stay at the southern readout and walk free Mm. uh it would be as if none of this ever happened but without that without like that incredible piece of info i don't know what it would be uh, but without that we would just like boost her chances of getting a lesser sentencing, right? I guess yeah. so. She she might be captain try instead of lieutenant try. Wait, I thought she was just gonna get demoted to lieutenant in our current situation. Right. Yeah. Okay. And captain is above lieutenant. Okay. You don't know this. You've never been yeah, to military so, school. That's why I'm asking these questions. I've never been questions. to military school either. Captain try. Oh, is captain? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wasn't I, she captain yes. try when we met her? When you guys met her, she was already lieutenant colonel. She was a captain when I met her. That seems like ages ago. How long ago was it that you met her? When did we start our Ooh, expedition? Like, like ten months ago. Man, she rose ago. fast. So, that's what I'm yeah. saying. She rose fast. So what I'm saying, if, even if she, she gets did rise down, fast, back down the yeah. lieutenant, she could just she be is... right back up where she was. Well, okay. So part of the that's a great question, or that's a great point, Alaris. Um, but one of the reasons that she was bumped up to lieutenant colonel is because lieutenant colonels get the privilege of being in charge of garrisons. And because Try had officer training and because the Pandominion knew that Try was proficient in castimitation, and because they suddenly got word that there was probably going to be an invasion on the southern border, they boosted up the person that they thought would be right for the job specifically to give them that command it's not like she in, in yeah yeah right in other situations it might not have worked out as speedily erica's great i don't so, know if she's like that committed all we have to do yeah. is instigate another regional conflict for her to get promoted quickly fair well let's just go talk well, to her we keep we keep speculating about what she'll think yeah 
And I don't, I don't think that there's any information that I have that can help here. Was she in command of the, like, Pandominion contingent that was like going to establish the, the trade route like at first? Was or like was she the commanding officer the whole time we were like? No, not at all. <clears throat> I think Incanus spearheaded that. The Deva. That seems to be my notes. Says. Pony gotta, like, looking down shuffle at some paper. his notes. Foley art. Alaris, you suddenly get word in your head saying, uh, Alaris, we're, we're coming up uh, on the Azure Keep, and it's obviously Elder Fallheim. I'm going to message back and say, we're about to head to um, talk with Try right now, if you guys want to come meet us. Can I meet you at the gate? Yeah, that should be fine. I think Fallhide's here if we want to pick them up on the way. Sure. Um, Ooh, yes. I was expecting somebody from East Talos. Um, that's Elder Kara Fallhide, is that right? Yeah. I haven't seen her in a good while. If you could, can you direct her my way, pretty please? We're going to have our own information briefing uh, time. Sure, we can, together. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I'm... We're going to meet her at the gate, and then we can figure stuff out from there. Sound good? Great. Thank you very much. All right, see you later. All right, so we're good to just walk over there and, and talk with Yeah, you. you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Enjoy your coffee. Thanks for the coffee. Thanks. So now I'm, like, sipping them both and, like... <laughs> hey, Ulrich, can you leave the rocks glass, okay, please? Joe. How much whiskey is in this glass? Assuming I've been like sipping oh, it's just it. Like an, it's, a, it's like an ounce. So like I could I could shoot it right quick. And it's like fine. an ounce and a half. Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. So yeah. It's just okay. So on then the I just, oh, dude, I just like shoot it right quick and I leave it and I take my coffee with me. Thanks. Sorry, it's expensive, Crystal. Thanks. No, you're good. Thanks. It was delicious. Alaris. Maylin does not, at this time, expect you to be at the Azure Keep. She's traveling with Elder Fallhide from the Watched Forest, uh, like simply to see the sights and to know where you're from. She's on an adventure of her own and not at all anticipating you to be here. Uh, after getting word from Elder Fallhide that she's moments away from coming. From coming? God dang it. <laughs> Yesy. Moments away from coming. Just seconds to go. Oh, just keep... That's the spot right there. Gross. Do you let her know at all that you're in town, or are you choosing to surprise Well, at this point, we're just walking over there, right? So she's on the edge of town? <laughs> do you say anything to disrupt that? that I mean, that I guess at this point, it's just going to be Or do you surprise. only further build the anticipation? You want to go for the surprise? Yeah, whatever. At this point, why not? Okay. Uh, so you go to the main gate of the city, which opens up to the Trader's Path, which is this, like, bustling transcontinental highway that spans the uh, total width of Altair. Thousands camp at the Azure Keep, preparing for their trek to the nation of Zadal. You, you know the backstory on this, of course, when international maritime trade was an option, this road is much quieter. But since the Kolgafir invaded the Pandominion and began their blockade, this is now one of the only viable routes. And so now caravans of wagons kick up dust and head west. And so, Alaris, I think you search through that chaos looking for a small halfling lady in East Italian ceremonial robes and also your kick-ass, sharp-witted elven girlfriend. Um, give me some perception checks. Joe, if you don't make loud, grumpy sounds when she sees us, I'm going to be really <sighs> upset. Gross. That's a, that's a 20. Is a 15. Oh, is it? Not all yeah, of you, just... Grimton. I was this like, is a rel- it's not your elven girlfriend, Grimton. Oh, wait. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Maylin sees you and stops. Fallhide keeps w- walking forward and doesn't take an insight check uh, to tell that Maylin is absolutely floored. And she breaks into a sprint, quickly overtaking Fallhide and darting through this parade of wagons and carts and beasts. Uh, you lose visual track of her in that chaos and then suddenly her arms are wrapped around you and her embrace feels just as you remember. Your hands naturally go to her hips and you pull her in. Holy shit, Alaris, what are you doing here? Uh, She's looking all around uh, at 
all of you as Elder Fallhide appears beside her. What are what are all four of you doing here? Oh, you know, just chilling. Came to help? Came to help with what? Trying to help Erica try. With try? Yeah. Oh, you're here with Fa- We go way back. I mean, I know you- I know you go way back. I was there-ish when, you know, the whole finale of Arc 1 <laughs> happened. What's but, Arc 1? But I didn't- Oh my god. Oh my spirits, I mean. Alaris. Surprise. <sighs> oh, I am so surprised. It sounds like a yeah. You need a moment? Uh, Elder Fallhide smiles and looks at Ulrich and she whispers, um, May Len would bring up one of her partners as a tall, handsome, dark-skinned half-elf wizard who saved Issa Talos once. And I just knew that she was talking about Alaris. Oh, well, yeah, that probably makes sense. Wait, well, yeah. So wait, so wait, wait, Fallhide, mentioned, are you? Hold oh, on, wait, sorry. wait. <laughs> when Alaris mentioned that y'all are coming, it was, it was such a challenge not to spoil it. That's what I was going to say. So you knew you are so, oh, yeah, so bad. I, I love it. Yes. She winks at you and like a little shoulder bump. Shoulder bumps yeah. you playfully. Like I definitely yeah. like, like it bumps me and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fallhide says, okay. Uh, hey, so I'm so happy to see all uh, that the four of you and uh, I, I'm, like to be privy to be your reunions, but we're also here to save a friend, right? Uh, yes. Any idea where her attorney is? That building over there. Can you walk us yeah. that way and fill For me sure. in on he's, the situation? He's fun. Super hand? reputable. Um, very well liked. Uh, <laughs> Great. What's his James name? P.S. Not that I would know. I don't know anything about Pandominion politics. Jade Pony Esquire. I think he goes by JP. Good old JP, yeah. huh? I can honestly say that he's a bro. Do we know what the J stands for? J. James. James. Grimton just said it. Oh, I heard. I heard J, Pony Esquire, not James Pony Esquire. In my, in Wait, my headset. That's hold on. Are you telling me that for like the last three <laughs> recording sessions you've been mishearing it as J dot Pony Esquire? Joe, to tell you what I have or have not done in the last three recording <laughs> sessions would be irrelevant because I have no idea. It's been months. Fair. Yep. James sounds right though. Like uh, yeah, right. I think it it's is. M- it's more canon. It's no, it, it's definitely oh, James. Okay. I have it written down in plenty of documents. It's always been James because I wanted the opportunity to call him Jim if I ever wanted to. <laughs> so anyway, as you walk, uh, can so can you fill me in on the situation as we walk? Um, yeah, Alaris, did you want to take it? Sure. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel um, Erica Try is up on court martial. Charges. Yes, I know that. I know that. I know that. That's why I'm here. Um, give me some more like specific details on what the charges are and I, I was, what the current. I was getting to that. Okay, <laughs> Alar. Don't raise your voice at her. Yeah. Sorry, Elder Fallhide. He doesn't. He's not from the white. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Thank you, Chief Arrow. You want to explain it then? You all right? Go by, by all means. You're. you're you, can, you can explain it. So anyway, um, <laughs> Erica Chai is being court-martialed, and the uh, there's two prongs to it. One is that she was uh, AWOL, and then the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the second part was... Failure to lead. Failure to command. Yeah, failure to command. There we go. Disembodied voice. <laughs> I was picturing just like a soldier walking by and like overhearing the conversation. Like it was failure to command. <laughs> Everybody knows it's in the newspaper. Like, yeah, we know all about it. That's like the talk of the base. Yeah, basically. Right uh, JP is pretty convinced that he can uh, make a case against the um, uh, AWOL part because Erica Try uh, responded to. Alaris and Grimton's summons as special legionnaires and was therefore acting within uh, her job and therefore still at her post. Um, however, we're not sure we can do a whole lot about the failure to command part. And so we're hoping to potentially convince Erica to take a plea bargain that would demote her from Lieutenant Colonel to just Lieutenant, maybe Captain, if we can you know, do it right. Um, but, um, but that's at present the best we feel like we can hope for. Wait, where were you when you got word about Erica Try? Like, 
how, how's your quest been? Yeah, Loris. She says, <laughs> lo- no, she says looking at Moreland Day. Um, well, we were over trying to figure out what's going on with the Warforged, and then now we're kind of on a mission for that that doesn't necessarily need to be completely disclosed in public, but we can tell you more later. <laughs> Elaris, was it you that got the the secret message? Yeah, I got You a, got a message on the scroll? I think I just got a, a message of sending where she told me the deets. Yeah, um, so we quickly uh, changed course and headed over here. Yeah, that's when I reached out to you and blah, blah, blah. So how's the overthrow going? Sorry, not the overthrow. How's, how's the crippling of the Warforged going? I'd like to imagine that she said overthrow first and all of our like buttholes like clenched immediately, like, who told you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and indeed, every oh. other eye in the keep, like turns and looks at her <laughs> and we're just like she doesn't know what she's talking about can you say those things quieter please <laughs> how's the destruction of the warforged or whatever your plan was going we have a team that's on it right yeah so our b team is on the way to maldo <laughs> keep b squad do we have a b team they might be the a team that's true <laughs> yeah we're wait yeah we're, i think we're the b wait, team wait 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 actually wait no uh, i thought we decided is, we're canonically the b team cali orlick is with them so like they might be the a team <laughs> anyway i don't know who cali orlick is is all real in the b team y- yes where's all real didn't we just leave all real no, he's there st- he stayed in her dearth all real's in the b team yeah no, he was like helping with the propaganda oh that's c squad like that is the other squad <laughs> oh, okay. you have a, hold on you Damn. All, all real's part of c squad how deep is your bitch okay, look you don't disrupt things that large with just a small team okay we've had to recruit yeah, a little we did and i think it's going to be effective the reality is so far we, we didn't recruit we were recruited if we're honest here that's true yeah we did kind of get more we roped really into the, a, a movement team. heading on but i mean that's how that that's how good organization works so we did kind of get sent on the fetch quest <laughs> Well, we chose it. We did choose it. Did we Did we choose what it? What was your fetch quest? We'll tell you about that later. <laughs> Hold on. I've got a question. If y'all are A squad, but there's also a B squad, and the B squad might be A squad, does that mean you're B squad? And if you're B squad, presiding druid like Lass and Chief Arrow Orman, New Isotalis misses your leadership. Are, when are you going to return to us? Uh, I will be completely honest with you, Fallhide, as soon as possible. Like, yeah, we as are... soon as we get the Warforged thing handled. There aren't three squads because there are too many people and we had to find things for everything, everyone to do. There are three squads because we collected a few people along the way and these all need to happen at the same time if we're going to expedite this at all. Isatalos is genuinely in danger in my opinion and this must needs be done. What will qualify as a completed quest for you? Like what's, where's the end of your mission? Insurrection. Well, Insurrection? That- she says, whispering. That's, I mean, that's the end of Grimton's quest. We want to. Yes, at least destruction of the Warforged. We want to cripple Grace Under's ability to wage war, specifically through the Warforged. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I can stay on through the end of that, uh, or through the end of Grace Under. But I think it's very important that we see the destruction of the Warforged through. You'll have to trust us, Elder Fallhide. I realize we're not giving you much to go on. I think that's as much for our safety as yours, but... Yeah. I can trust you as long as you trust me. <laughs> there is a short list of beings that I trust anywhere as close to as much as I trust you, Elder Fallhide. Uh, Mr. Steadyhand, unrelated, you'll be happy to know that the refugees have successfully settled in New Isotalis. Um, right now, relations between the protected remnants and... Uh, your Dwarvenkin are in high spirits. Cool. We're so happy that you decided to f- find a new home in the Watched Forest. I'm very happy to hear that. They decided to settle at Carver's Teeth. What? No, they decided to settle with us in New Isotalos. I remember at the start of Arc 2, whenever we, as a whole group, went up to New Isotalos to settle and start a new life? Yeah, I'd lose my leg if it wasn't attached. I'm sorry, I've slept since then. You've already lost your leg! <laughs> Her leg isn't attached. Haha. <laughs> That's the joke, isn't it? Oh, Maylin, she's been holding your hand this whole time, obviously, Alaris, uh, but she, like, tugs on your arm now. Hey, how did you get here so quickly from Delve Deep? Oh, we have a flying ship. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? 
her eyes are like totally wide with amazement. Can we can we stop and see that? Yeah, we can definitely we can definitely see it on the way. Like, where is that? Where is that? Where is it? Yeah, no, we'll we'll definitely see it at some point in the near future. We'll definitely walk by it, it on the way to go see Erica yeah, try. Yeah, let's we can show it to her right quick. Can I? It's like right on the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jump cut to y'all in the stables, I guess, which is where they keep the griffin cavalry's griffins. So I'm just imagining, you know, a bunch of stables and a bunch of like the griffin cavalry, maybe even some horses, and then just a flying ship, like in one of the stables. It's kind of a a scrolling pan of (laughs) the camera. Griffin, horse, griffin, 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 an empty stall of a guy like shoveling out griffin poop. A sheep. A sheep, strangely, and then a massive stall with the dragon skiff, the tyrant's bane. Chillin'. So you see the one that's not a griffin? <laughs> that's ours. Yeah, the sheep? The, no. Ne- next yes, to the sheep. Yes, of course next I see the, the one that's not a griffin. Yeah, we rode a flying sheep here. <laughs> the guy that's shoveling poop? Yes, of course I see <laughs> the... the wh- uh, what n- is this? Canon, the, the sheep's name <laughs> is also tyrant's bane. <laughs> That's a very scary sheet. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the tyrant's bane. On our quest, we stopped by a gnome village where a young red dragon was sort of terrorizing them, and then we killed it, and then we took its wings and gave him the next beat, and she fashioned this. Maylin is absolutely struck with fascination, and uh, Elder Fallhide admires this like fearsome vessel with and its complex workings of tubes and wings. How did she make this? Like, what? How was this made? What science is this? Um, I'm sure there's some magic she's with it too. Ma- magic, <laughs> the magic kind. A, yeah, soul forger. Is that what also, they're called? Why? Why did we not? Have Nexby come with us again. Where is Nexby? She was really mad at me because we didn't invite her yesterday. Oh, shoot. But I was planning on inviting her today, and then we jump cutted at 7 a.m. to Esquire's Well, Alaris, house. I'm going to be honest. It sounds like it's a lot of your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alaris, you four give me insight checks. This is my, one of my favorite things about this. Oh. We're like an hour into this, and we're rolling our first dice. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Nine. I crit failed. A six. Uh, I rolled a 19, Joe. Morlinde, you can see that it's Melin's wonder that is driving her questions, but I think your your knowledge of Elder Fallhide, her marvel is displayed in silence, uh, but you can see that there is a plan hatching in her mind somewhere. And though she says nothing, her eyebrows are raised in interest. I put that in my brain's pocket for later. Hey friends, it's Joe. As Morlinde files Elder Fallhide's planning interest in the tyrant's bane into her brain's pocket, I want to challenge y'all to figure out what Fallhide's plan is. Remember what Auric said just a few minutes ago? There's a short list of beings that I trust anywhere close to as much as I trust you, Elder Fallhide. What is she thinking about? What does she see in the dragon's gift? Unrelated, I'm happy to report that I'm recording this mid-roll at a real, honest-to-God, well, honest-to-spirit, desk. Now, all that I'm missing is an office chair that doesn't squeak every time I shift my body weight. Uh, I know y'all probably can't hear the difference, but believe me when I say that it feels different for me. Um, It feels far more professional than just sitting on the floor in my old apartment. More signals of Advantage's continued quest toward uh, superior production quality include the new music that you heard on this episode. Thank you to Orman Audio, who wrote those tracks for us, and expect more from them in the coming episodes. Uh, Thanks to Blake Boss for composing our overture, which you can hear behind me now, and also thank you to Daniel Grayling for all of our digital art, including our our maps on our website, AdvantageDnd.com. Uh, we would love your help funding those projects in the future. Uh, having art created for us, um, it costs money, and that's 
not cheap because we want to pay our artists well and give them the compensation that they deserve. Um, if you can, we would love your help at patreon.com. Um, we've got various rewards. Uh, my favorite of them being uh, like the $5 and up rewards. You get to come chat with the cast and I before every recording. And uh, for $10 and up, you get to stay around and watch the whole thing live. It's basically getting to see um, a live show uh, and be present for that. And the intimacy of also being connected with uh, the players is great. Um, We encourage everybody to find a podcasting app that allows you to leave reviews, five-star ratings to make the show more findable and grow our audience. Thank you to... uh, Y'all are great. <laughs> I appreciate all the kind words uh, that you've said, and uh, we're looking forward to hopefully hitting 200 reviews um, by the end of the year. So that means we gotta get like, I think Zach says later in this episode, like four a month for the rest of the year. We're on our way. We we got it. Hopefully, hopefully, we need your help, please. <laughs> uh, finally, the Darkmore Podcast Network is full of great shows for you to enjoy during the plague. Um, Fun but why the misadventures. How Friends Roll, Playing Out of Character, are all wonderful companions of ours. Uh, there's a link to the DPN Discord channel down in the doobly-doo. I'm Izteth, an elven ranger who's great in a fight, but less so in a conversation. I'm Delilah, exiled princess and warlock to a frosty air. I'm Samuel, humble human cleric searching for answers. I'm Gashburz, tiefling barbarian raised by orcs and ready to rumble. The glorious saviors of Albion, the Cloudwalkers, the misadventurers. A 5e folklore mystery tour. Find us wherever you can get your podcasts and join in the misadventure. Part of the Darkmoor Podcast Network. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. After dropping fall uh, with James Pony to deliver her testimony, you realize that Maylin has no business, <laughs> just in general, <laughs> has no business going down to the dungeons to consult tr- with Try. Um, like, she's here for pleasure, not business. Hey, uh, if it's all the same for you, Alaris, I'm totally happy to just like wander this city alone for a bit. I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to get some alone time with you and have you like show me around your home but i totally understand your obligations like yeah you know how to get in contact with me when you're done after all so business first you got you you do you i'll do we'll we'll do this and i'll come find you oh i will be doing me probably (laughs) that joke is obligatory in any slightly romantic context (laughs) i'll be doing you later hey the dungeon of the azure keep is just as dark and gloomy as any good fantasy dungeon ought to be you see spiders and rats skittering about you hear the sounds of wailing and moaning Uh, a whip cracks somewhere and a shout of pain echoes through the hallway it smells like piss and shit uh dredging up painful memories of gong farming in Havenmere. Crotchety old prison guard stands with a torch in front of a wrought iron sally port. Uh, there's a massive ring of keys tied to a satchel. What's your business down here, eh? No visitors. No exceptions. Uh, we're here as visitors? No exceptions! <laughs> Are you deaf? We are the exceptions. We'd we'd like to see Lieutenant Colonel Erica Trike. Could you direct us to her cell, please? There'd be a cost affiliated with saying try, ain't it? No, I don't think there is. We did hear about that. Oh, there is. So like a gold each would suffice? No, that's not what I said. 10 gold. Six. You mean 10 silver? 15 gold. (laughs) Shit. Anybody else want to try? You seem like a man of culture. I'll meet you in the middle. Eight gold. Give me persuasion checks. All of us or just... Oh, everybody, yeah. Hey, I got a net 20. Eight gold for the lot of you. All right. I palm him. Eight gold. Few visitors, few exceptions. <laughs> he nods and turns to unlock the gate. Where are these? And the old man pulls from his satchel a set of, like, winged white collars and uh, barristers bands. Beyond is a sylvan chaplain who can help you out. And uh, the sally port closes with a crash behind you. Thanks, bud. Good guy. Yeah. 
very reasonable. A cool white light flickers from a windowed room. Uh, a focused guard stands at attention but sees your bands. Do y'all know what barrister bands are? I can Google it. Is this like clergy white like cloth thing? Yep, clergy white cloth thing. Exactly. Yeah, like a, it's a clerical collar. Yeah. Oh. The, the guard stands at your at attention but sees your bands, nods, and opens the doors. Inside, you see a splendid blue cloth draped over a table and directly above a silver moon hangs magically in the air inside a young woman wearing an azure clerical stole is administering some sort of prayer in elvish and is interrupted oh uh are you here to counsel with an inmate yes we're here to see colonel erica try that was exactly what i was about to ask uh one moment she leaves you alone and uh walks to apparently Go fetch the lieutenant colonel. Uh, in the meantime, how do you prepare? What do we want to ask her for? I mean, we, sh- we should just tell her what's up and see what she wants to do. I thought that was what we came down here for. Yeah. That's, we're, we want to make sure that everything's okay with her and what, what her feelings are on the situation, you know? Worst case scenario, like, she doesn't want to take the plea bargain. But at that point, like, that's on her. I don't... This is Steven the player talking. I don't... We had a piece of information that we were going to try to leverage. I do remember that was the case. The Maldo Keep, like, amassing Warforged thing. Okay. Are we still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Comedically timed. Uh, the door opens again, and Erica tries shuffled in. Uh, her feet are shackled and arms bound behind her. She raises her eyebrows at seeing you, uh, but wait until the door is shut and locked before she says anything. Oh, this is an interesting surprise. We became people of the cloth for you. <laughs> <laughs> Glory be to Corallon. James told me this morning that he was feeling mighty confident about the defense y'all planned. That's good. I would certainly hope so. So how much did... Uh, JP tell you. Uh, James told me that you can probably get me off of the AWOL charges. Uh, we're still working on yes. failure to command. So, how do you feel about taking a plea bargain on that? I mean, gods know that I'm excited there wouldn't be a trial. Like, under norm- normal circumstance, I think that they would give me a heavier sentence but with that plea bargain, but... You know, the Kolkafirian invasion is actually helping me out in this yeah, case. Yeah, because they need, they need good people out there. Exactly. If they demote me to the enlisted status, they'd lose on my skill as an academy-trained officer. And they want to keep me around as long as the war's on. So uh, you might get bumped down to lieutenant, but we're thinking maybe you could just go bump down to captain again. Well, we do have some pertinent information that you might be able to don't tell it to me she puts her fingers in her ears and goes la 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 we weren't gonna tell you anyway is it information that you two don't know she says eyeing the special legionnaires yep correct it is information that only Morlinde knows that's true okay we got you homie I'll trust you you know if you got more info that you're willing to trade for a lighter sentence uh you know I'd certainly be excited about it whatever you got to offer I'm trusting that Grimton and Alaris don't know it. Yep. Yeah. Because I now mean, there's the pandemic, a lot, you know that you're here. There's a lot that we as uh, people from the Watch Forest has kept from them as Special Legionnaires because... They watch from the forest. <laughs> That's a terrible pun, Special Legionnaire. <laughs> Simply because, like, we do want the Pandominion and the Watch Forest to stay relatively separate, but we also see how that information could be helpful to help you as mm-hmm. a person not the pandemonium as whole but that's all i'm going to say about that good because now that the pandemonium knows you're here you two are definitely going to get called to report on every piece of intel you know also hey make sure that it's not stupid stuff that you report because it looks bad on me if my two commissioned legionnaires are deployed abroad and only come back with scant intelligence yeah okay yeah. I didn't know we were gathering information. Is that in their job description? What do you think the Special Legionnaire does? Yeah, I didn't... You, we, we didn't really get a, got a job description. We just said some words, and then we got a gorget. Did I really not give you a job description? Yeah, you, you really, really didn't. didn't. But don't worry, we won't tell anyone else that. You were like, here's these gorgets... And you get, like, a charisma bonus or something, and then we just like, all right, cool. Here's your special oath or whatever. Here you go. Can you make this any more conspicuous? Just wondering. Probably. 
how conspicuous are we going for? I mean, like, I can't, but, like, I could probably direct you to somebody that could. Some neon lights, just let I don't know what know. neon is. Me either. I wanted to, like, project, like, a, a big sign above my head saying Special Legionnaire. You could probably enchant it to I'm do pretty that. pretty sure could magic that. It's very good. Like, whether or not you're wearing the gorget, just all the time, regardless of the situation. Just yeah, an arrow pointing directly down at you. Periodically yep. shoots like a flare into the sky. Just like, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So that sounds pretty good to you though, Try. I guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pissed at Major Pius uh, and this whole system. And I think it's ridiculous, but I'd rather be demoted to Lieutenant than reclassed as private. I'm I unhappy, agree. but it could be worse. I think it's bull and I'm sorry that it's happening to you. And I'm sorry that it's happening to you for helping us. Yeah. Did you really not leave anyone in command? I elbowed him. What the? Uh. <laughs> it doesn't. Listen, Special Legionnaire, sometimes duty calls and you have to make very quick decisions to go help. Let someone know where you're going. Yeah, right. And save the asses to Special Legionnaires that couldn't handle it themselves. Hmm? She roasted y'all with that one. I mean, that's great, but it, it like 10 seconds, you know. Like, Grimton. Let someone know where you're going. Who's been to officer school, and who hasn't, Mr. Steadyhand? All right. You're going to play that card. It's fine. It's fine. I Technically, I, I might have been to officer school. What do you school. mean might have? I mean, I know you're old, but like, is your... <laughs> might have, like, maybe is you forgot. Is your that bad? Grimton, it doesn't matter what could or could not have happened. All that matters is what has happened and what we have to deal with now. Who are you? Where am I? What is this? Get some good ASMR for the camera. I don't know why we started doing this, but I do think it's very You fun. started it. I mean, I probably did start it. Okay, one, two, three. That felt bad. Fantastic. Before we get into this, can I just do a quick aside? Oh yeah, clapping? totally. Um, I have discovered recently that one of my roommates, clapping is their hobby. Like she just really likes <laughs> <What>? clapping. <laughs> is she one of those like, I don't know. She's Speed like, clappers? I like clapping. It's a hobby. I'm like, how is clapping a hobby? She's like, it's something I, I like to do for fun. I'm like, fair enough. Fair? That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a hobby credential. Yeah. Nope. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to Drum Major Academy because I'm a nerd. Um, well, y'all are all band kids. I don't have to justify that. Um, and they taught me how to clap really well like <laughs> really really well uh and aaron gets annoyed with it whenever she's with me. uh you gonna demonstrate that or are you just gonna no because it's not i mean it's not gonna translate oh you mean like your your like volume and snowball. texture yeah, is like really the, good yeah, like yeah, the, volume texture precision yeah, getting the most everything out of about it I see. Exactly. Getting the getting the most out of your class. I'll say I learned to do something similar as a tech yes. with snapping. If like clapping. My right hand snap is piercing and super loud. Like Steven, did you ever do that one uh, clapping percussion piece? The clapping music? With, yeah, with the round. The, like no, because I just really need like four friends who hate life as much as I do. And like that's that's what we need for clapping music because I love that piece of I music. Also, yeah, that piece is I really fun. I thought clapping music was 2000s R&B. <laughs> Have you seen Zach? Uh, Adam Neely is a YouTuber I watch a lot and he did one where he did a version of clapping music where he's also playing like a bass note over and over again to that and using a vocoder to sing bang bang. 
Oh, that's cool. It's, I'll have to look it up. It's my baby shot me down, bang, dude. Bang. It's dope. Like, go check it out. It's it's the kind of thing bang, that gets ground, like bang, music bang. nerds yeah. like me like going. I'm like, oh yes. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely look that up. Steven, if I remember right, at your senior recital, you had a body percussion piece. Yes, where he stripped. Yeah. Where Steven <laughs> to, totally to stripped. To be fair, I stripped In throughout. the buff, on um, stage. No, I had pants, and actually, I technically played that- And by pants, you mean penis, and it was out. <laughs> no, um, I technically but, played that no, piece I wrong. I share this memory with Joe. I think your dick was out. <laughs> I think you <laughs> Steven, do I remember your dick being you're, out? I think this is wishful track. thinking. My, no, uh, believe me, I've wished. Y'all are gonna get me fired. Um, I did nothing of the sort. It was just your whole hog just right out there, on, and that's how you got your degree? Here's a fun I mean, fact about that serves piece. impressive. Oh. <laughs> here's a fun fact about that piece. So I was just wearing, like, the dress pants that were, like, part of my suit, <clears throat> which means that even if I 100% uh, accurately performed the piece, which I didn't, it was a good performance, but it wasn't perfect. But even if I had 100% nailed that piece, I would have still played it wrong because the piece calls for canvas trousers, and I was not wearing that. It's uh, you bastard. It, it specifies you poor, the kind of bastard. pants you're supposed to wear. You're right. You were not wearing pants. You were, <laughs> you were not wearing pants. <laughs> Those canvas pants that came off earlier. If anything, you had untanned leather trousers. <laughs> Steven whole hog civils. I.e. your skin. <laughs> Y'all are ridiculous. All right, let's play Dungeons and Dragons. All right, so last time we, the last thing we did was the the study, the oh, what yeah. sorts oh. of uh, puzzles did you go through at the study? We had to get a key for the rest of it, and we found that through the telescope. Oh, because it was like a it was like a cloth, right? And we spent it like was a, twenty a bandana minutes. Bandana that had yeah uh, the key embroidered in it, and we spent like right. twenty minutes being morons with it because we didn't know what to do, and then we finally figured it out. You pointed the telescope at a uh, at a constellation that I don't remember the name of. Yeah, I could probably wasn't pull there up, also but I'm not like going a to. point in the sky that should have had a constellation but didn't? Yeah, it was like dark. Oh, yeah, like stars right. died or something. Well, we don't know that, but or it somehow Magic. blocked out or so many things. I'm having some fun time imagining what? this celestial shit. It's great. And like, I guess in this world. The stars are like the astral sea, right? Exactly. Every single star in the astral sea is an astral dominion of either a high god or the many thousands of um, minor deities. I guess my character, because of his faith and knowledge of some astral bodies, would have mm -hmm. some knowledge as to th thinking that that might be uh, a not good thing. One might like, imagine. Yeah. Like, someone's astral dominion could be getting Thanos right now. Yessie, uh, if you'll remember, in one of the episodes just before the Arc 1 finale, Grimton looked up in the sky and saw uh, Bahamut's star um, shining brightly, and you approached... The Ormains. said, look, Bahamut is with us. And then they looked up and <laughs> said... Ah, but the constellation of the nine hells is shining brightly too. Oh yeah, I, I do, I do remember that. Steven, what was your tangent? All the stars are in astral dominion, right? Compared to a view from like actual planet Earth over here, out into space, looking at, let's say a clear night and you're like out in like Montana or something where there's like nothing ah. around and you can like really see. So like compared to that view, is it in mm -hmm. about it like an equivalent amount of stars? So like yeah, just as awe-inspiring. Okay. So like l looking out at that and and thinking about like it's not just like man, I feel really small. There might be life out there. It's like there is definitely life on every single one of those. I don't matter at all. Well, well I there was at one point life on every single one of them. You don't know what goes on. You don't know the thousands of battles that have taken place up in the astral sea. I mean, um, that's true, but neither would the average person on the cusp, so they would probably fair. still look out there and have that's the true. feeling of like, wow. It's like one god or deity could have multiple stars as part of their dominion. Yeah. Like, say a constellation yeah. would potentially be like their whole... Exactly. That's exactly right. Like the nine hells. 
So the nine hells is like nine dots in the sky? Yeah. Cool. Which be- which begs the question, Who? Um, what does the constellation of the nine hells look like? And who would be willing to draw it? I think Stephen um, has already Stephen drawn is, it. Stephen is miming a Stephen is not miming shape. anything. Steve, I don't know what y'all are uh, talking if, about. If you could see the video right now, um, you're the good teacher. Joe, uh, this uh, is an audio podcast, so like it's all theater of the, the mind. Good teacher, and if it wasn't said out loud, it doesn't Stephen exist. Stephen Civils, Stephen <laughs> Jacob Stivels, um, professor of music, uh, mimed a nope. dick shape. Um, this is this is just like saying my pants weren't on. Y'all are making stuff up. Now I so, do have a suggestion though, uh, Joe. What if we ask the giving listeners too to much do it? away? Oh yeah, listeners, how about you uh, use nine dots of some sort to make the constellation of the nine house? That'd be really fun. Do you do you want to put that on the tweeter? Oh, slow and low, great whiskey. Yum. That is a real life pitch for uh, or promotion for the whiskey slow and low, which uh, Sarah and uh, her partner gave it uh, shared with Aaron no, that and I. That's the shit. When we were camping a f- couple months ago, and dang, it's good. Oh, we actually have. I think it's the same bottle. I had some out of it the other night. Uh, Unless we finished that bottle and then bought another bottle, I don't remember. Either way, yeah, still good whiskey. The oh. real question, Joe. When are we going to get, like, sponsors? Because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts that do ad breaks, and I'm just saying, like, it'd be cool if that could be, like, an actual ad instead of a... <laughs> we have sponsors. For example, oh, well, Dark Silver yeah, Forge, I meant, like have sent everybody yeah. uh, their <clears throat> wonderful cast zinc alloy dice. You can hear it shuffling in my hand now. The D20 on this set is five and a half times heavier than your standard plastic dice. And guess what? You too, listener, can get 10% <laughs> off your order of Dark Silver Forge dice by going to their website and entering Advantage DND, all caps, no spaces, and you can get some damn good dice. Zach, what kind of a Dark Silver Forge dice do you have? Um, the Dark Alpha set. It's a cool set. Grimton, no. Yessie, what sort of dice do you have? I have the Dragon Steel dice, Joe. Uh, Steven. Uh, I also have the Dark Alpha, but I tend to roll advantage with the Cthulhu Gold dice set. I didn't know that you bought Dark Alpha. Or maybe that's I my that. Dark Alpha is awesome. That's my DM dice. Uh, Ooh, you're so and then fancy. My, my advantage player dice are is the is the Cthulhu Gold set. Uh, and Sarah, what was yours? What, what kind of dice do you rock? I can't remember. The pretty rainbow ones. What were they called? The pretty rainbow ones. I think ones. they're just... Like, uh, I think it's just rainbow. They might I think just that's be the rainbow event. ones. <laughs> they're awesome, though. I love them. Earlier in this episode, we did mention our uh, last summer's giveaway. And the grand prize of last summer's giveaway was the Shadow Rogue is, dice set. And I believe that that went to Dylan Reed. Yeah. So congratulations again, Dylan Reed. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the um, Advantage swag. I believe you ordered a sweatshirt hoodie. One of those with the Advantage logo on it. And your Shadow Rogue was, dice I believe- set, which is a beautiful... Yeah, rose gold is, is yeah, rose, yeah. rose gold. Excuse I like me. that we all Joe. What do you roll with? Oh, I also roll with Cthulhu gold. Yeah, I like that. With the exception of Joe and I, like we generally all roll with different things. I know it's very cool. So we do have a sponsor. Steve. I you meant shut like other mouth. than Dark Silver Forge. They've been great. Like I love them. I love their dice. They I have been bought, great. <laughs> uh, I have a dice tray, two sets of dice, and I bought two extra bags of D6s from them. Like I have. I love their stuff, <laughs> but like other, like like unrelated, like. Are you saying that we could get sponsored by Cast for Mattress? Like unrelated <laughs> stuff, like. Then we're like too real. I would say Squarespace, Squarespace, but our uh, website was built with Wix, and so I feel like that would be brand disloyalty, and I would feel bad yeah, about whatever. it. Whatever, an ad's an ad. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. An ad's an ad. Hey, Squarespace, hit us up. Um, hey, Stephen, what sort of Audible 
books are you listening to recently? What's Brando Sando got on uh, Audible? Literally everything. And despite the fact that I have listened to all of his books, all of his Cosmere books, at least like five or six times each, including the ones that are 48 hours per book. That is not what I'm Jesus listening to. Christ. The Sunlight Archive is 48 hours per book. Uh, and there's three books that currently Jesus. exist. We're waiting on the fourth one. But that's not what I'm listening to right now, Joe. It's called The Color of Law, and it's about not just de facto systemic racism, um, but like de jure, J-U-R-E, racism, which is like yeah. literally the government made racism in, in a lot of instances, or at least reinforced existing racism. And it's about, right now it's, it's talking about like housing. Um, I learned a lot about public housing in the past hundred years or so. <laughs> It's a good book. A little dry. A little dry. I'll admit that. A little dry, but it's good. Hey, um, Black Lives Matter, please be safe when you're out protesting and supporting the movement, however you are going about it. Um, whether that be um, if you're outside, wear a mask. Um, if you're protesting in the streets, wear a mask. Video cops, whenever you get the opportunity, keep them in check as much as possible. And don't video um, protesters. And it because that can be dangerous not only for you but for them and we don't want to accidentally like dox anybody by the police because despite their uh, seeming inability to solve regular crimes they do seem to be pretty good at finding people that are protesting them and um, getting them in trouble uh, and if you, getting out on the street isn't your thing um, in the dark more podcast network discord channel there are plenty of links for you to go uh, support the movement online now joe aren't you worried we're gonna get another bad review <laughs> oh not at all <laughs> electronic lover that one was for uh. you <laughs> so electronic lover who the who the audience knows continues to submit and resubmit and resubmit and resubmit their last reviews finally um the last like three have been pulled down by itunes for spam um but this time, Electronic Lover finally like submitted a different review rather than the long-winded one. Uh, that was a one-star review saying, Explicit content, millennial snowflake propaganda, anarchist communist hypocrites benefiting from a capitalist system. Dot, 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 dot. Poor audio quality. <laughs> that is my favorite review. The next one they get, so the timing was bad for me, but the next time, because we know he's, he's coming back. Um, yeah, I'm there's gonna be a YouTube video on my channel about these reviews because like they genuinely bring me joy at this point yeah. like, <laughs> and so at this point they bring me joy knowing that like we've got enough five-star reviews that it totally matter. balances out and because and because of the content of that one-star review like I'm fine with that one yeah that's fine that's good um, also we like are well oh, on go our way to having 200 reviews by the end of the year. Yeah, how about wow. that, though? We are ahead of schedule. Um, the last time we recorded, I think we needed five a month, and now we're like at like four a month for the rest of the year. We'll get nice. That's awesome. Would have knocked down that average, listeners. Thank you. So anyway, D&D. Hey, let's yeah. get back to D&D. <laughs> right, what were we doing? <laughs> we don't hang out very often, so when we get together, we chat. Yeah, that was a... Enjoy that 15-minute break. I don't know how much of that was going to get cut in post, but... That was probably a good 15 minutes of do you, audio. Do you that just want to like clap sync again just so you know where we go back into <laughs> no, that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to end up listening to it. We've already clap synced. It'll be fine. Okay. Let me take another swig of beer first. Is that a lawnmower? What is it? Oh, it's a uh, Love Honey from Lost 40. Blech. Yeah, Sarah's not a fan of uh, Lost 40. I. I mean, Lost I 40 like is it. fine. I just don't like Love Honey. Agreed. The Forest Queen, though, she's full-bodied. It's good. Ooh, um, what's their what's their Blackberry Bramble one? That one's pretty popular. I think I've had that one. I that love Blackberry Bramble. That one's Bramble. really good. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs>so surprised it sounds like a yeah you need a moment all i can think of is the surprise i'm not gonna you know the surprise like that that whole yeah please like
and then like all the Snake some fries, you know, rude eyes, some like fries. wrong size, all of those. Some, some fries. fries, yes. I'm sorry. Hard eyes. Hard eyes. Because he's got them like taped on. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, Vine. Y'all yeah. remember Vine? Remember the good old days of Vine? I, have, I miss Vine. I have a TikTok now. I do not understand okay. TikTok. You will when you How get it on going? it. This is probably not the place it's for awesome. it. But I have an intellectual defense of TikTok. Um, also, where else am I going to be? It's going to get cut and put in, put in the end anyway. You might as well give okay. your intellectual defense. So, and actually, this is probably the audience for this defense. So think about the, like, kind <laughs> of standard, like, fantasy trope in books and movies and stuff where there's like a, a bard or something at an inn and like they're singing songs and everybody knows the songs and even if they're like from somewhere else and the songs have different words like the tune still carries well like i'm not really sure like i think the number of like collective songs like that at least in the united states has like oh is almost non-existent it's like happy birthday and then like a few others maybe um john kanaka so I think TikTok (laughs) serves a similar function that Vine did, which is the 20, you know, 2020 technological version of that there because the formats, the 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 um, ways that the like TikToks themselves are oriented and like the the repetition of the songs, like everybody like knows those. It's, It's not dissimilar to just like normal memes, like, you know, the format. And so like it hits you like it's supposed to because you understand what it's supposed to be. So I think TikTok functions as our the modern era's collective song. Interesting. Also, it's also just so it's a meta yeah. Song. Also, like, where else am I going to be a cute TikTok skater girl? Because like I bought skates and I'm getting better. OMG! Are you really a TikTok uh, skater girl? I'm literally so excited. Are for you, you? You you should follow. Um, it should be noted that those I'll, skates I'll that Stephen bought are in fact like roller skates. Yes, as opposed to uh, when I think yeah. skater girl, I do think nah, not on TikTok. <laughs> no, on TikTok, it's all like know. four skate, the, like yeah, four wheel, like old school. Skate. Not, not even inline blades. Like not even roller oh, no. blades. Oh no, a few like people skates. do roller blades, but like almost everybody is like skate skates, and yeah. they're like really good at it. Oh yeah, it's like a thing, and I, I think part of it's quarantine, and I think a lot of people like watched Roll Bounce, and then everybody just decided <laughs> that it was time. It's it's time. It's making a resurgence. Our good friend on Twitter and on uh, Discord, Neverwolf, handle on Twitter being at the underscore E-N wolf, posted a response to the Nine Hells star cluster. In, on, the, Damn, on the tweet? On, on the Twitters. Yeah. On Twitter? Or yeah, or I mean, like... The... Well, I kind of like that. That's a pretty good... That's st- a good... I do like Basically, that. listeners... Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a set of tiefling horns, pretty yeah. much. What program did yeah. they use? I have no idea. Looks I great. Mean, um, you c- but <laughs> nice job. No, it looks great though. I'm gonna like it. Hey, good job, Neverwolf. Congratulations, you made it into Advantage Cannon. Neverwolf was definitely uh, the fastest. I guess that's just the one we're picking. Neverwolf was definitely the fastest, and therefore the victor. Well, I I would entertain other options, but like they're gonna have to top that, and I, I'm not sure they will. Fair. Like graffitied on a wall as you pass <laughs> by. Also the Side punk rock band. Um. Yeah, failure to command is a that great. Is a great band. Punk oh, I'm rock adding band. it to the list. I like that. I was thinking about it the other day. We haven't fought anything since the In, cave fisher. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you had skill challenges. Yeah. No, you did fight something. You did fight something, Alaris, and that was when you totally roasted (laughs) those four dwarves. That was not a fight. (laughs) That was murder. The the sad boys. Yeah, it was a murder. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Arguably, arguably, uh, second degree murder, where it's in the heat of the moment, crime of passion sort of situation. Absolutely. But still murder. Definitely murder. Second degree is. I put that in my brain's pocket for later. The brain pocket. 
<laughs> All right, that's getting on the list too, man. We're on a roll. Brain Pocket is a good band that's name. A great band name. I haven't added anything to the list in a good while. I'm glad we're here for you. That's well, so far too annoying. It's mostly because like that there is just an already absurd nature to every element of my life currently, and everyone's life that like having something that <laughs> sticks out as absurd is kind of challenging. Yeah. It's noteworthy. That was not a fight. That was a murder. Sounds like a Panic of the Disco song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's you're not so long right. Enough, yeah. Y'all, okay. Oh, boy song. You need a little. Okay, bit. I've been I've been working at a kids' summer camp, day camp. Um, this. Summer. Yes, we are totally doing uh, COVID checks and all that. Yada yada. We're safe about it as much as we can be. But they insist on listening to pop radio. <laughs> and so we've been listening to uh, pop 101.9. Aw, I miss it. Twice, twice now, twice now, I have heard uh, I Read Since Not Tragedies nice. play on a top 40 station. That's awesome. That is awesome. It's because we all need the comfort of nostalgia in this dark, dark time. Because we all need I know that. That um, Brendan Urie uh, tweeted at Trump to stop using his music, uh, much <laughs> like the Tom Petty people. Um, nice. And said, "Good, please don't use our music at your rallies ever again." Yeah. It baffles me that um, they would. Yeah, like Panic of the Disco. Yeah, well, you, I'm in high hopes. <laughs> what of, song? Like, a banger that Nine in the afternoon to. is not necessarily a rally song. That is also weird that like any old people even like no consider that a Brandon as, Ur- like uh, yeah a Panic at the Disco song like right. period like the Tom Petty doesn't surprise me but like yeah well I mean it's it's more of like the most recent album Pray for the Wicked like High yeah. Hopes yeah you know like and that, that Taylor like, Swift like, one he did um and I'm sure Trump does not pick his own music oh so <laughs> yeah. What? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> to discover that like Trump was a huge Panic at the Disco fan, like that'd be hilarious. Be as an aside, I think that would hurt Panic at as the an Disco aside more than of this else. aside, what is on Donald Trump's <laughs> terrible? Oh, he doesn't man. like music. Isn't that like a like a weird fact about him? Wait, really? Well. Or my, I think I saw that somewhere where he like doesn't really like music being played, which says a lot about. You know what? Honestly, good. He does like Kanye giving him attention. Anything that he listens to, I would like feel bad for that artist because like no one wants to be on Donald Trump's playlist. Uh, He probably listens to like Frank Sinatra or something. He's probably like George Strait. Scared Strait. No, George, George Strait. George Strait. Oh, George Strait. Like Scared standard Strait old white guy. <laughs> Scared Strait, music. that band. <laughs> we all know. And I love. don't know. Scared Strait is a very good punk band name. Add that to your list. One of the greats, along with Pray the Gay Away. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two yeah. gay punk bands for sure. 